Hey everyone, welcome to episode 16 of the Scale the Fuck Up podcast. Now this podcast is specifically designed to help show you a real life behind the scenes look at what it actually takes to scale a business to seven figures and beyond. Whether you are teetering around the edges of six figures or you've already busted through to multiple six figures or you're dancing on the edges of seven, this podcast has strategies and takeaways designed to support you. Now, I'm Rhiannon, your host and business strategist for six, multi-six, and seven-figure entrepreneurs. And I've been supporting women to grow and scale businesses that light them up, not burn them out since 2014. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so very much for being here and for tuning in today. Now, my intro at the beginning of every podcast episode says, quote, I have been supporting women to grow and scale businesses that light them up, not burn them out since 2014, end quote. And, you know, there's one key phrase here from that sentence that we're going to be talking about today. Burn them out. You know, the term burnout is really a tricky one because oftentimes business owners don't resonate with that term. And if you know anything about marketing, you know that we want to be speaking to the results that our clients are looking for and also the transformation that we provide to them in order to help them achieve those results. So, you know, for me in a lot of my marketing, I'm specifically speaking to the problem that women in business are struggling with. So that's like not have enough time or feeling like they have to work 24 seven or hitting an income ceiling and not being able to rise above it just to name a couple of examples. And, you know, that transformation that I can really offer is to support them in getting that time freedom without them freaking out about stepping away from their desk and or really to support them in hitting that seven figure mark and beyond and or to really help them get off of that hamster wheel so that they so that they can make more income and impact. But what things are often boiling down to, especially for my clients, are literally that they are at their wits end and they are about to burn their businesses to the ground because they are what? You probably guessed it. They are burnt out. So before we jump in, I want to make sure that we're all on the same page here talking about burnout and what it actually is. Now I'm pulling this definition from the International Wound Journal in an article called Societal Pandemic Burnout a COVID legacy. And that was published in August of 2020. And I quote, burnout is a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress, end quote. Now, this is something that I see so often with high achieving women. They have pushed and pushed and hustled and hustled and grown their businesses and accomplished some really amazing things but their plate is overflowing and they finally get to a breaking point where they just want to burn it all down. Now, burnout is usually a gradual thing. It typically sneaks up on you after months or even years of overworking, not prioritizing yourself and not having boundaries in place. But you do not have to get to the point where you are absolutely pulling out your hair or questioning your entire business existence or wondering what the fuck the point even is to start putting place putting things into place to protect yourself and your business. Now, being aware this is even a thing and then taking steps to put these things into place to avoid it can be really, really impactful for you in the future. Now, you know how I mentioned a minute ago that a lot of business owners don't resonate with the term burnout? 
If you are listening right now and you don't resonate with that term or expression or word or whatever, or, you know, it quote, hasn't got that bad yet, that's totally fine. I still want you to hear me out though, and just take a quick listen to some common signs to be mindful of. Okay. So some of these common signs of burnout include loss of motivation, exhaustion, being over absolutely everything, change in sleep schedule and, or maybe your appetite, feeling trapped, a sense of failure and isolating yourself at times. Now, burnout looks different for everyone, of course, and something that I struggle with in burnout may not really impact you and vice versa. So these are not hard and fast rules, but oftentimes burnout comes with losing motivation and just feeling like crap overall and having a really difficult time pulling yourself out of the funk. And burnout doesn't just impact your business. This can spill over into your personal relationships, your social life, the hobbies that you enjoy, and even your health. Now, I burned out a couple of years ago, and for me, this looked like having zero motivation in my business, having little interest in my personal life, sleeping all the time, and primarily curling up on the couch and literally doing nothing except for binging shows on Netflix. It is not a fun place to be in. Now, I was slowly able to start to pull myself out of that funk personally and physically by scheduling coffee dates and hanging out with friends and literally making myself go to the gym twice a week. And these two things alone had a huge positive impact on my life. But in business, I was just over everything. My biggest struggle with burnout was definitely entrepreneurial burnout. So million dollar question here, how can we prevent burnout? Or if you're already on that brink, How can we shift that? Today, we are diving into five ways that you can find balance for your sanity and also in your business and help to pull you from that brink of burnout. Now, these five things are really tailored to entrepreneurial burnout, okay? But literally every single one of these things can also be carried over into your personal life as well. So let's go ahead and jump in. Number one, boundaries. Now, this one is crucial. And it's one of the first big steps that need to be taken in order to shift things. Learn to say no. I know, I know, I know it is often so much easier said than done, but I cannot stress enough how important boundaries are. So if you are constantly replying to clients as soon as a message comes through, or you're answering your team at all hours of the night, or you say yes to absolutely everything that comes your way, It does happen, even to multi-six and seven-figure entrepreneurs, okay? But boundaries are your first line of defense. Now, here's the thing with boundaries. They can and they will make your life so much better in the long run. And they actually serve your clients better as well because you're setting expectations and then your clients truly do know what to expect. But they can be really difficult to put into place, to stick with, and to do a client reset if your boundaries have been lax in the past. So something that I've experienced myself and also a lot of my clients have experienced is it can be really challenging to put the boundary in place, especially if you already have a relationship and an expectation has been set with your clients. So something that I often see clients do is they'll send the email or they'll send the Slack message or do the level set, you know, what have you, whatever that looks like for them. 
But then when the rubber actually meets the road, they won't hold the line. So when the client gives pushback or just kind of expects things to be like they always were, clients will literally just revert back to their old ways because that feels easier. But in all actuality, it just makes things more confusing for your clients. It can ultimately lead to resentment on your end and it can push you to burnout in extreme cases. So there's the first step for you. For any new clients, set that boundary immediately and stick to it. And you know, you can go through and get clear on these in your own mind and then start to implement them. So for example, this can mean response times in 48 business hours. You know, it doesn't have to be right away. You can send things right away at some points, but the point is the expectation is being set, right? Uh, That could be no working or no responses on Fridays. If you want to take that as a CEO day or take time for yourself, that could be only allowing calls to be booked in two days per week instead of, you know, managing what's best for your client schedule and having calls all, all over the map. That could be stopping work immediately if a payment fails instead of continuing for weeks or months on end, which that's a different topic, but you see my point here with boundaries. So it's going to look different for everyone, but it is so much easier to set those boundaries from the get-go than to trying than trying to backtrack later on. And then for current clients, have a level set convo and be sure to actually follow through with the boundaries that you have set. You'll be amazed at how helpful this is for you and also for your clients. Okay, number two is self-care. Now, self-care is another one that oftentimes tends to get put on the back burner and something that we can struggle to prioritize, especially as women running businesses and especially if we already have a full plate. Now, self-care in whatever way that looks for you, that can be taking a day off, that can be going for a walk in the park, having a bubble bath, walking yourself down to the local coffee shop and just sitting and having a cup of coffee, whatever that looks like for you. But the point is to really support you in filling your own cup. And I know it can seem really counterintuitive to take time to focus on ourselves. After all, when we are so busy, we cannot breathe or take time to even pee, it feels asinine to step away instead of plow through and knock the next thing off of the to-do list. But that's exactly what you need to do. Again, you cannot pour from an empty cup. So it's like when you're on an airplane and the flight attendants say before takeoff, in case of an emergency, oxygen masks will drop from the ceiling and you need to secure your own mask before you help others. And this is such a relevant analogy. If you run out of oxygen and you cannot breathe, you literally cannot help others. And this is the exact same concept. So if you are burning out, you literally cannot help others others because there's no space left. So taking care of yourself is imperative, especially if you're burnt out right now or you're on the brink of burning out. Number three, reevaluate. Now, if you're burning out, it's a great time to reevaluate what you actually want, what you actually enjoy, and also what is no longer lighting you up. Get rid of the shit that's not serving you or that you no longer enjoy. Burnout sucks, plain and simple. But one of the beautiful things about burnout is that on the other side, you have such an opportunity to create a life and a business that you really love and one that truly does light you up. 
Now, you've probably seen high-level coaches, consultants, or people in the industry who talk about closing down their super successful whatever, programs, masterminds, courses, et cetera. And they'll often talk about walking away from the financial aspect of closing those containers down. And at first glance, it may sound crazy or like a really bad move financially. But what we often don't see or what we often don't realize behind closed doors is that these containers are things that either no longer resonate with them, they no longer serve them where they want to go, or they just no longer enjoy them, period. And it's usually actually a great call for them to shift out of those because what it does is it frees up time and space and gives mental clarity for them to shift into doing something that they do enjoy or that does support them in their next version of life or business or what have you. So the same is true for you. Here is permission to reevaluate your life and your business and start to take those baby steps forward and start putting things into place to shift into doing things that do light you up instead of trudging on through the crap that may make sense, but that you just don't want to do anymore. It's totally okay. You can let it go. And letting those things go that are no longer serving you actually paves the way for you to do something that does. And again, that benefits not only you, but it also benefits your clients. Number four, streamline. Now, this one sort of piggybacks on the previous point of reevaluating, but it takes it a little bit further. Clean things up, organize, get systems in place. You know, it's really amazing how much clarity comes from getting rid of crap that you just don't need anymore, both in a business sense and also in a personal sense and just letting it go. And organizing things so that you're no longer bogged down by stuff, just being everywhere. And again, that can be digitally or physically, it all adds up. And diving into that just a little bit further, streamlining can do wonders to help you if you are struggling with burnout. It looks like making things more efficient and helping them to flow better. So this can be streamlining your operations, your offers, your team if need be, the steps in various funnels, or just your business in general, and just cleaning those things up. So streamlining simplifies things, which is a game changer when you are burning out. Now, fifth and finally, support. If you've been here for a bit, you know how much I talk about support and how important it is. And support can come in so many ways, shapes, and forms. And if you are struggling with burnout, you can lean on each of these support tiers to help you. So you can have support in the form of a team who you can delegate things to, and they can really help you stay afloat and help keep the business running as per, as per usual as you're figuring things out. You can have support in the form of a coach or a mentor who can help give you perspective, help you navigate through difficult seasons, and support you as you navigate those choppy seas towards brighter days. You can also have support in the form of a community or a map mastermind to bounce ideas back and forth with and have a support system of people who actually get what you're going through. And then of course, you can have support in your personal life in a multitude of ways. <clears throat> but the bottom line is, if you're struggling with burnout, if you have too much on your plate, and if you're having a hard time keeping your head above water, lean on your support system. That's precisely what they're there for. And if you don't have support, then look into getting some send me a message. 
Doing it alone is a one-way ticket to burnout, truly. Now, as I mentioned earlier, several of my clients really struggled with burnout before we started working together. And, you know, every single business and every single client and every single situation is different. But from a practical standpoint and with things that you can start to incorporate in your business to help keep things running smoothly without you being involved 24-7, I help with that. So this can look like systems, streamlining, and even support to help you from continually adding more and more onto your plate. So again, if this is something that you are struggling with or you're concerned that you're on that path, pop me a message. I can help you course correct. Now, I hope that this episode was helpful for you and you had some great takeaways that you can start to implement and pull yourself back from the brink of burnout or course correct if you see that you are quickly going down that path. And if you are struggling with this right now, know that you are not alone, okay? It is more common than you think, though of course we do want to pull you back from that because the world needs your light, not a massive fire from you burning everything down. As always, thank you so very much for tuning in today. I really hope that you found this helpful. Have a wonderful, wonderful week ahead and I will catch you next week. Bye.